You're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Oh, hello there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft. Joined once again by a man who has no pants or undies on and is currently getting his boner jacked by an army of Keebler elves. That's Jeff Clark. Hey, what's up? And transmitting to us from underneath a pile of cabbage patch dolls, the bearded booger eating collector known as Shuddy Boy. And joining us. Once again, a man who was tapped out by a hot dog, <laughs> the MSPH Wrestling Twice. Commissioner. Twice. Dom Vitti. Welcome back. How's it, how's it going, everybody? So when you, were, me. when you were getting choked out by a hot dog at an Eagles game, if Shuddy Boy had pulled out his phone and started documenting it, would that have pissed you off? I don't know if it would have. Uh, I would have been a little bit upset. I don't want it to piss me off, but I'm mean, like, Dude, I'm Why? dying here. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm dying. Come on, help me out. <laughs> what if he was filming you while slapping you on the back trying to get the hot dog out? That would have been fine. All right. He could have done that. So, Shuddy, just keep that in your hat next time Dom chokes on a hot dog at an Eagles game. I will keep that in mind for this upcoming season. If you're going fil- to film, you got to help while filming. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, just burp you and then get the footage. We'll- yeah. Bring it back. We'll put I it just on, have to uh, be MSP. like this. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dom, would you mind signing this release form? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Dom. I would not have taken you to the hospital. I would have called you a pussy until the, the hot dog was spit up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, I, I didn't take him to the hospital. Oh, right. Well, the ambulance. The did. ambulance yeah. did. I wouldn't have met you at the hospital. I would have texted you, <laughs> yeah. you're a pussy. I'm then, still I'm still paying for that ride. Oh, yikes! Yeah, like financially, you're saying yes. Oh, the God. ride and the, the emergency room. Yeah. Well. Oh man. Yeah. So you couldn't get like you couldn't make a plea on social media to get like Ben Roethlisberger to pay for it. <laughs> I mean, that's, he could player. He could afford it. He does play the right sport. And, and even he in the is right on state, a team in the state, yeah. like you, no you shit, are, like you, mm-hmm. like, did I? Oh, I didn't nail it. No, uh, in, no, not you really. Were in spitting distance, spitting distance, but yeah. for sure. you got so close that you pretty much nailed it. I think yeah. what it did was like, I think Roethlisberger, you thought like burger and hot dogs, and that's kind of why your brain <laughs> picked him <laughs> yeah. first. Yeah, there and you then go. the other stuff <laughs> just kind of you got lucky with. But all right, hey, yeah. I'll take small victories where I can. Suck on my dick! Well, I'm happy that you're okay, and I'm yeah, sorry thanks. about your financial medical troubles. Thanks. Anything we That's... can do at GoFundMe, and we'll have no context. MSPH tweeted out. <laughs> but everything's better now. Ever since I had the you know test done and everything like that, like they literally they had to stick a tube down my throat, take a biopsy of my esophagus, and <laughs> I got fuck? a biopsy of my thyroid. And everything like I have a large thyroid, so it's a lot of tests, but it's all over with now. So Jesus I'm on Christ, the road to recover. Yeah, it's insane. I had to get a needle jammed into my neck for the. For, all because of a hot dog. 
Yeah, well, they wanted the biopsy of my thyroid because that's and they said it was enlarged, so that that could could be contributing to swallowing issues, coupled with the esophagus issue that I have also. So it's. <laughs> I don't know. You had real medical the one concerns thing with that, us. The one thing that has caused <laughs> yeah. Dom the most trauma in all of this is that he is no longer able to eat as much ketchup as he has grown accustomed to in his 42 years on this earth. Oh yeah, my or God. Frank's or Frank's hot sauce. I would always put that on pretty much on pretty much everything. And, and I just, I can manage it now. I can manage the issue now with eating the right stuff. I changed my diet up and everything. So I went out, I went out for lunch with Dom a couple of weeks ago and there was enough ketchup in the ketchup bottle that in all the years we've been friends, Dom would have picked it up, shook it, and said, "This is not enough ketchup." Uh, oh yeah, so I mean, I, I remember it, going on I, road trips with Dom and stopping at like a diner or something, and your sister like screaming at you over the amount of hot, um, ketchup you would put on your fries and stuff. Yeah, like Dom I'd would always just do be a like, ketchup check, <laughs> like two bottles at a time, double fisting ketchup, squirting them on the fries, and and Dana's like, "Dominic." I love yeah. ketchup too, though. And this is you have to lay off the ketchup because your throat or your just, thyroid, just any tri- well, the throat basically for any any triggers like acid, caffeine, carbonated drinks. Why do you uh, have do I, you have acid reflux or do you have like a big heartburn problem? Yeah, well, that and now they have me on medication for that because it was so many years of not taking you know the right you know. That's why I switched my doctors up because the doctor I had previously never thought enough to give me prescriptions for this stuff. So. He, I'm on the right medication now. Is it heartburn meds or thyroid yeah, meds? Yeah, uh, it's heartburn. It's like acid blockers. It blocks all the acid and everything. Fuck, so, dude. I got to get on that I'm too. On, yeah, I'm on that twice a day. I was on it once a day and it didn't seem to work. So then they switched it to twice a day. And then I'm just managing it now. I'm just trying to limit my caffeine, limit, you know, ketchup, acid, and dairy. I'm, I'm doing all like non-dairy, like almond milk. I'm doing all non-dairy stuff, um, non-dairy yogurt. Fucking age makes bitches out of all of us. Yeah. yeah. Kevin, you are four months away from just the complete falling apart piece by piece of your body. Oh, I know. That's why I'm getting ahead of things. That's why I'm eating healthy now and fucking stinking Jeff and little mama out with my farts. <laughs> yeah, they're healthy. They're healthy, stinky farts. Like the worst. It's not even fun. Yeah, it smells like granola and cow shit. <laughs> That's like hanging out with a farm animal. So, Dom, like, have you... Man, I have so many questions now because I know how much of a ketchup addict you are. I yeah. feel like that's a that's an angle of Dom we've never visited on the show. Like, I've always said you are one of the most on-brand people I've ever met. Like, I've I've known you for over 20 years. You are the exact yeah. same human being that I met <laughs> yeah. 22 years ago. Yeah. Um, by the way, happy belated 311 day. No, Shuddy, thank you. Shuddy, thank what you. did you get him? I didn't get him anything. I didn't even say happy 311 day to him wow. because I'm a terrible friend. What a terrible okay. hetero life mate. I did listen to the Blue Album, though, on Friday. So Nice. I listened I, to Mos- uh, Mosaic. I did at least <laughs> celebrate. <laughs> that's the one i'm on the cover of they did a, a fan like you submit your picture and it's all like thousands of fan po- photos and they put it into one big collage uh, and they put it on the album cover so if you zoom in real close you can actually see me in one of the 
on the album cover. Wait, did you? Can you like point out where your picture is, or do you just know that they selected yours? Yeah, do you know your square? I know where it is. Yeah, I know where it is. I hope you did. You did like a Teen Wolf, and if you zoom in close enough, your nuts are hanging out of your pants. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But okay, so how has life been since um, decimating your ketchup intake? Is is life worth living still? Yes. Yep. At do least, you miss at, least and at least 311 doesn't agitate I, your heartburn. Yeah, I do. I do miss it, but I, I just put it a little bit on here and there. But <laughs> I don't douse my stuff with ketchup anymore. Anymore. But the the doctor said it could be a combination of things. So I have to log everything I eat now. So oh. said basically, there's a, I use the fitness my fitness pal app. So they're basically. Could he add. said, log everything you eat. He goes, it, it could be caused by, if it flares up again after I'm taking this medicine, he said it could be caused by allergy, like a food allergy, or it could be caused by external allergies, like, you know, mold or anything like external, something in the like air. Dust mold. and shit. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much, so I log everything I eat. And he said, if it starts to feel like it's hard to swallow again, then you have to just start eliminating foods. Man. As ridiculous as that is, or and if nothing helped after that, then the worst case scenario would be they had to put me on steroids for the rest of my life. Well, then you'd be jacked so, at yeah. least. You'd, you'd yeah, swell or swole. Yeah, you're gonna win every MSPH wrestling match you're in. Yeah, except against a hot dog. Of course. I need a, yeah, I need a win after that freaking loss. Now it's now he's Spat's problem this time around. Oh shit! <laughs> oh no, Spat! <laughs> the hot dog's gonna attack Spat. Yep. So I've I've documented my heartburn issues here and on the Ella show and Jeff's witnessed it in person. I get this stuff where I feel it forming in my chest and I'm like, oh no, here mm-hmm. we go. And then every yep. time I like swallow, it moves up a little bit more. And then yep. it feels like something is ripping my throat apart as it goes up. And I've even gotten That's times where like too. I feel like I'm gonna burp, and then if I burp, a whole bunch of foam comes up. Oh, like I yeah. barf up foam. Sounds similar to mine. I never barfed up foam, but I had that weird feeling in the chest where it just feels like it's coming up and just how you described it. And it was terrible. Yeah. Like the the one that Jeff was here for and like actually witnessed in person here in this apartment, I like turned purple and keeled over. And usually (laughs) it lasts like lasts like five to seven minutes. This one went on for like 15, 20 minutes. It was the longest it's ever gone for. I was like, it felt like somebody just, forced my jaw open and poured lava down my throat and it was just like ripping me apart it was fucking insanely painful and i went to a doctor and they you know they said the same thing like you know limit acidy stuff chill out on coffee um if i take like over-the-counter heartburn pills every day i have no issues whatsoever and the doctor was like okay well then keep doing that but like i heard that stuff is bad like it's it's bad to take heartburn pills every single day yeah. But if I fucking stop, it's back to hell. So one of my college roommates actually has a pending lawsuit because um, he got cancer by taking uh, Tums or, or heartburn. Um, no fucking way. Like, he didn't why take would Tums. You, even if it, this is true and possible, why of all people would you tell that story to Mr. Neuro- Neuroses? Well, who, it needs came to take over, who needs to take over-the-counter heartburn medication every day, right. and now you're putting the thought of cancer. To be honest, I Next just... Next week, he's going to be dying of cancer. Right. Thanks, Jeff. My thing is that I just felt like there was too much time that passed where I didn't say anything, and I... 
and th- this just dawned on me, so I figured I'd say it. But well, no, honestly, that's exactly what I read. Why you're not supposed to take these fucking pills every day? Yeah. But the doctor was like, "Look, if it's keeping you from turning purple and keeling over and barfing up foam, <laughs> do you want that or cancer? Because yeah. we yeah, can cut a- cancer out. We can cut that out." You have a prescription, Kevin. The doctor gave you a prescription, or you just eat no. like take over the counter stuff. Yeah, just take over the counter stuff. But now yeah, that's now what I was that, doing too. Now I kind of want to check out that prescription stuff because, like, they sent me yeah. to a doctor and they're like, you know, you really should get a camera shoved down your throat to see if there's any polyps or cancerous shit because heartburn and acid reflux irritates your throat and that can cause cancer cells to form and that ha- that's how like a lot of people get throat cancer and shit mm-hmm. so i went and the guy fucking analyzed me and stuff and he's like yeah you know you're gonna have to come in for an endoscopy and then like yep. of course i'm thinking about my ass too and i'm like should we shove a camera up my ass he's like let's get you <laughs> fucking spit roast let's get you spit roasted so i'm like all right well let's just if you're gonna knock me out and fucking throat fuck me you might as well fuck my ass too let's just get all this horribleness <laughs> wait so you're asleep for this i think so yeah, you're out. Yep. Okay. And then yeah. the procedure is like 15 minutes and you're done. Oh, That's if I, if I can't long. feel it and I'm sleeping, do whatever you need to. Yeah. That was my problem, Kevin, though, for not taking over uh, prescription medicines for so long and I was eating so much hot stuff. It All that acid reflux like damaged my esophagus. It, it was da- it was so damaged that, that, that they had that they had to. There was something called an esophageal ring at the bottom of the esophagus that they had to literally stretch it out. They had to stretch, get rid of these things, stretch them oh. out. It's like and a throat ha- bubble. Yeah. yeah. So then they have me, and then they put me on this acid blocker medicine. They said, you know, take this once a day originally, they said. And then they said, if it doesn't seem to help, call us, and we'll change a prescription to have you try it twice a day. So they did, Jesus. and that's the magic. That's the ticket right there. Man, anybody who's like 33 and younger listening to this, live it the fuck up. Yeah. Seriously. Man, it really takes the spice out of life once you pass like 35 and have to start dealing with shit like this. Yeah, you get <laughs> fucking spit roasted by cancer doctors. Yeah, it's like shit. If I'm out, hey, do one down my throat and get two up my ass to get just be really sure you don't miss anything. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. t- just take advantage of me while I'm passed out, for God's <laughs> sakes. Give me the fucking results or the answers I need. Yeah, just don't give me any Arabian eye goggles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't mushroom stamp me. Don't be dicks. <laughs> you get pain in your stomach at all? Like, you get like these random, like, because I would get like this pain in my stomach that would just feel real weird and it would just come and go. No. And that's what the doctor said. He goes, if that if it's pain in your stomach, it'd be caused by esophagus problems. So they shove a camera up that's... your ass too? No. No, they said 45 is when they want to do that. Because I'm for Man. family history, it's possible at risk. So they want to do it at 45. Yay. Can't wait. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I actually was like in the process of setting it up to get the endoscopy. And when I, you know, a guy gave me a referral and I was like, how much is it going to cost? He's like a couple hundred bucks. I was like, okay, cool. And then I went to the guy and started setting things up. And then he told me, I was like, so this is going to be like a couple hundred bucks, right? And he's like, no, <laughs> what? <laughs> a couple hundred bucks. Oh no, dude, you're fucked. So I told him to go fuck himself and I never got it done. <laughs> yeah. I probably okay. should, huh? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, that's probably the path i'm gonna take too i can't spend out of out of their pocket that much for medical stuff no especially and that that was when i had good fucking health insurance i could go and be seen at cedar sinai now i have bitch ass obamacare and uh i'm i'm really up shit's creek now yeah i mean my plan is just like you know i'll get uh i'll handle cancer if it gets bad 
right? Then I die. And then, yeah, then we do a GoFundMe. Uh, I try to rob a bank. I don't know. How, yeah. how, how, how do people pay medical bills nowadays? I don't know. I guess I have uh, someone who I can reach out to, Dom, who's still fucking paying for the hot dog attack. So, yep. Do you think all the acid reflux eroded parts of your esophagus and made little pockets and that's where the hot dog got stuck uh yeah well i saw really? i saw pictures they took pictures of it inside oh. and i saw it it was all like red and shredded up and stuff inside yeah it's oh it looked like a side yeah. of brisket yeah pretty much did they, did they, they like drink like a lot of tea do i drink a lot of tea like do you have to now like stuff that will like soothe your throat not really. I just drink. I try to. I cut out the carbonated stuff and I, and caffeine. You have to cut. So I have. I'll have one cup of coffee a day max, and I'll have like Sprite or root beer if I have a soda. But I don't drink that much soda anymore. But because they're caffeine free, so that's that's what I have now. Man, yeah, yeah. I mostly drink a, a lot of water. So just a depressing start to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh <my> really. <laughs> Talking about medical issues. Well, I'm 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 sorry that that happened to you, Dom. I'm sorry you got choked out by the hot dog, but it might have been a blessing in disguise to yeah. lead to the discovery of all this other stuff that you can get ahead of and uh, yep. prevent from getting any worse. Exactly. And you and Shuddy can keep on making what the fuck did I just watch episodes for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know. If, Which did we you guys didn't get to record this week because somebody was at Monster Mania? We're doing next weekend. You good next weekend? Yeah, I can do next weekend. Can you guys tease which movie you're doing? Yes. It I is. can't because I don't know yet. Uh, you knew it's coming. You know it's coming. Take a guess. I oh. New York I'm... Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> you knew that one was coming. Who's in New York Ninja? Not even a tease. It's a straight up re- uh, reveal right there. Uh, it's just a bunch of diff- random actors. But they. Okay. it was a movie that they lost all the audio for. And it was actually filmed in the early 80s. They lost all the audio, and then they re-recorded audio with voice actors who are in other uh, Vinegar Syndrome films. So, like, Linnea Quigley, one of my favorite, one of my favorites, she does the voice for one of the characters, and a bunch of other people. So, it's, there it is. Kevin's got a copy. Yeah. So, this was put out by, uh, what's it called, the Vinegar Project? Vinegar Syndrome. Vinegar Syndrome, yeah. So, yeah. like... They found all these reels. This guy was like a big star in Asia and tried to make like a breakout breakout American movie. And for some reason, they just never finished it. And these people got the reels, restored it, like Dom said, re-recorded the vocals, and then put it out in this like crazy Blu-ray packaging with a fucking booklet. And it's, it's, awesome. it's all done out. And man, if you're a fan of like shitty movies, this is a great, great shitty movie. And they so had a, would a you actually there. say it's a good movie? Would you go that far? I will say, so on Letterboxd, I gave this four dicks. Like, how many fucking people have I the did. collector's edition of New York Ninja? Well, well, it's the only version that's out there. Yeah, this is the only way you can watch it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's a good movie. I also rated it four stars. But, it I mean, it's it's terrible but it's it's funny the whole way through you're just laughing at how awful it is and most of it's because they lost the audio or is it going to just be terrible the whole anyways i don't know i mean dom Dom and i have both seen it there's not good action okay it's it's very 80s it's very b movie and i have a feeling martial arts 
Yeah, I have, I have a feeling that the the redubbing they did was very, very close to what the original was. Yeah, like they had no idea what was happening, and they tried to just by the reading the lips, they tried to like splice it together in the order it was filmed, and yeah, it's a story. Yeah, they, this, this, so good. There's nobody alive. I don't. This is we're talking about it way too much. If we're going to be doing this on what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> but there's literally nobody alive with enough knowledge of the original to have helped put this together. Well, the start they of it is still find- alive. <laughs> Yeah, we wanted nothing to do with it, though. Nothing to do with the restoration. They couldn't. It was hard for them to track him down. And then once they were able to find him, he wanted absolutely nothing to do with it. Slammed the door in their face. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) No, I'm done with New York Ninja. It's something I don't ever want to remember where we live. Well, speaking of reliving things, have any of you guys caught that clip going around the internet of this little kid? on a daytime talk show in the 90s going full pearl clutching on Batman Returns? No. 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 Oh. Holy shit. Jeff Clark, you are about to meet your least favorite human on Earth. Do you have the video? Do you have the audio? I got the audio of it. So it was... Let me see. I made a note to give these people credit. There's a Twitter account called at found footage. And I guess they just dig up like goofy old school stuff that's been long forgotten or weird or I guess like commercials from the 80s and 90s that are very silly and dated by today's standards. And they found, I don't even know what talk show this is. It's like, this had to have been when Donahue and Oprah were huge and they're like, oh, everything on TV has to be this format. And everybody just got one of those fucking talk shows where they would fill the audience and, you know, Jerry Springer style. No clue who this woman was, but she talks to this fucking kid couldn't be Ricky Lake. It's not. No, no, no. It's not Sally. Je- <laughs> Wait, Sally Jesse Raphael. Nope. You Je- not Jenny Jones. You no. you know all the heavy hitters, and you don't know this person is what I'm gathering. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, no clue who this person is, but this kid straight up fucking narks out Batman Returns and goes full like pearl clutching politician. <laughs> I can't believe this. I can't believe this. You're gonna shit your pants. Let me know. When you want me to pause it, because it's a minute long cl- clip, and there's so much there's to digest back. in this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Danny, what did you think of the movie? It was very violent. It was a total attack against kids. The whole movie, everything that kids love, was being used against them. Like what? Clowns. Even the penguin had a ducky boat. So and things that. I all want. I already want to like put this kid to death via atomic wedgie. Okay, I actually, for whatever reason, I thought Batman Returns was the one with Mister Freeze. That's Batman Forever. Right? Batman Returns is with nope, Michelle. That's Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah, this is this is the one with Danny DeVito as Penguin. Right, Michelle. the second Tim Burton movie. Okay, kids could identify presents with. and mobiles. The- what the fuck's a mobile? I don't know. A mobile is the is things that, the thing? that like that hangs and. For babies and spins. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Like, this kid's pissed yeah. off that the Penguin had, like, an evil version of that. What a fucking nerd. Well, it's he's stunted in growth, and he's into, I don't know, weird things. It's the fucking Penguin, kid. Yeah. Oh, Bills. All that type of stuff for using to hurt kids and capture kids. Penguin's total goal was to hurt kids. You think it was scary then? 
definitely for kids. Yeah, for you? Um, I was I was actually a little bit scared, and I have never been scared of a movie like this before. Yeah. I came out of Terminator 2. Fine. It's just <laughs> not... So that kid was okay with, like, a dad getting stabbed through the face by a long metal blade while he's drinking out of a milk carton. And, like, I don't know, Terminator slicing his his flesh open and ripping it off from the elbow down to the hand. Not too violent. No. That was that was perfectly fine for this kid. Because they didn't use things that kids like for the violence. That's what it oh. was. Oh. What about what about when Sarah Connor is having that nightmare and all the kids get burned alive at a playground by a nuclear blast? You are very right. This little yep. fucking son of a bitch. Yeah, they need you there to argue with this hypocrite. little kid. Yeah. Give me a time machine. God damn it. <laughs> Put this fucker in his place. I, I mean, so I think Batman... Dom, do you know when Batman Returns came out? Was that like 92? Right around right there, now. yeah. 91 or 92. This kid looks like he's about 9 or 10. It's about the age I was. I was always a very, very skinny, scrawny kid, but I'm uh, 99% sure 10-year-old me could beat the fuck out of this kid. <laughs> 92. 90, 90, okay, yeah. So I was 9 or 10. This kid's age... I bet you I could beat the ever-living shit out of him then. And I could probably beat the fuck out of him right now, too. What does he look like? As a 39-year-old. A little bitch. <laughs> okay. Whatever you're <laughs> picturing in win. your head is like... There, there's no I'm way... i squints from Sandlot. I'm not familiar enough with Sandlot uh, to know. Fair but enough. Okay. There, there's no doubt in my mind right now this kid is like a politician in a southern state trying to ban rap music or some stupid shit. Yeah, same... Gun violence yeah. is the result of death metal. No matter how many shit. times I've seen that movie, it's my favorite Batman movie. I never <laughs> once thought about any of that stuff. It never once crossed my mind that he was—they're doing this kid stuff to scare kids and using all this stuff they love against them. And it's an attack on kids. Real quick, yeah. real quick though, can you uh, give us the power rankings of your Batman movies? Batman Returns, the first Batman. So you got Michael uh, Keaton, ba- two Michael Keaton movies ahead of every other Batman. Easily. Oh, uh, easily. Okay. Ba- the Dark Knight. Are you a huge Tim Burton fan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dark Knight, the third. Mm. And then that's, they all pretty much no. kind of suck after that. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, do you, the, Batman's, did... the Batman is okay. I gave it that one two and a half. Two and a half. No, I'm sorry. Three and a half. Three and a half. That one was all right. The one that recently came no, out. I was thinking about Mark's rating. My friend Mark, he gave it two and a half. Holy Mark gosh. only gave it two and a half? He did. Oh, Yeah, we, we weren't goodness. thrilled with it. All right. Well, real quick, what, what didn't you like about that? Are you going to sound like this fucking kid who Kevin <laughs> wants to no, retroactively just, beat up? It ruined all the things I like, like hot dogs and ketchup. All right. Well, here, I'll give you Dom's. <laughs> I'll read you Dom's Letterbox D review. And Perfect. Then we can okay. let him. Let him, I mean... Clear up all the confusion. Well, here, Shuddy, Shuddy, let me cue this up for you, then. Letterbox D, Letterbox D, it's Letterbox (laughs) D, the D dance for Dom. It's the Letterbox (laughs) D game. (laughs) So not exactly a game, just a recap, but... I'll I'll read you Mark's review first. No shit. Because this is the shortest review I've ever seen him do. Excitement, 20%. Intrigue, 15%. Repetition, 10%. Extreme boredom, 35%. Fatigue, 10%. 
Zoe Kravitz able to distract from boredom with story 10%. And that is all Mark has to say. About the movie. Wow. I don't, I don't even have the math skills to decipher that review. Yeah. It's like a fucking algebra. Well, uh, that adds up to a hundred. I'll take your word for it. Got it. All right. uh, but, but Dom's uh, review was not enough Catwoman and too much Riddler. The last 45 minutes or so dragged for me, but overall enjoyed watching the Batman. Nothing will ever top Batman Batman Returns for me. So yeah. how do you compare Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman to Michelle uh, Michelle Pfeiffer? The second best Catwoman, I would say. So better than Anne Hathaway? Yes. Dude, we were talking about uh, Dark Knight Rises and Anne Hathaway as Catwoman. And I had zero recollection of Anne Hathaway in that movie. I completely forgot about that character. Really? I completely forgot about Anne Hathaway in that role. And then oh, wow. we started, it was me, my brother, I think it was just me and my brothers, and then they went through the other characters in the movie, and I remembered all of them. I even remember Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, yeah. He's I have great. no recollection of Anne Hathaway in, in that movie. <laughs> and it, and, and it kind of dawned on me, I might not like that movie that much i'm gonna have to go See? rewatch it because if i don't remember one of the main characters which i'm like i reported reportedly she is i don't know i don't remember <laughs> um that apparently i didn't like that movie as much as i thought i did i've seen dark knight rises probably five times i have to keep watching it because it's like how do i not like this movie and then every time i watch it i'm like yeah it just doesn't really do anything for me. i even remember fucking Littlefinger. From the fucking plane in the beginning. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, there's nothing. I honestly I have oh. no idea about Anne Hathaway in that movie. So you got Michelle Pfeiffer one, you said? Yeah. Okay. That's what I said. It's going to hinge on how good Zoe Kravitz is on as Catwoman. She was awesome. Like I just wanted to see more of her, and like the I think I feel like literally the last forty-five minutes of the movie just dragged after the Riddler was seen, and it just really I thought it was going to be ending shortly after that or it should have ended shortly after that and it just kept going and going so the gotham gotham city square arena thing just too much you didn't need too much gotcha didn't need it understood i don't hate that take i do think you scored the movie too low but you're showing your math a lot like Mm -hmm. mark rooster did with his percentages where i (laughs) kind of lost him but (laughs) well um dom I hope you're prepared for some rage because this kid does address Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Terminator 2, fine. It's just not for younger kids. Um, Penguin always had goop coming out of his mouth. Goop coming out of his mouth. Yeah, you can't deal with that, you little <laughs> bitch. I mean, Dom. You're a fucking kid. You always have goop coming out of every one of your orifices. Why does he have goop coming out of his asshole? I don't remember. I don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember childhood like you do. <laughs> Wait a second, in here, guys. I'm, how did I've you guys? How did you guys eat Laffy Taffy? <laughs> uh, all right, hold on. This little this little bitch. Oh, Dom, this little you, fucker. You've seen Batman Returns probably more than anybody here. Do you know what he's talking about with Penguin having goop coming out of his mouth? When he's eating the fish, probably. Oh, just like 
with his fish. Yeah, just chomping on that fish. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's slobbering. He's, you know, I, I kind of get what he means, but... Why is he frightened of goop? It's a stupid point. And I, I thought, like, the idea was the bad guy was supposed to be kind of scary. I guess, you know, it is a bit of a departure from the Joker, who's almost charming, but whatever. I mean, I don't know. What I Continue with this kid's stupid fucking point. This little fucking coward. Not for younger kids. Um, Penguin always had goop coming out of his mouth. Um, Catwoman took her claws and played tic-tac-toe on a man's face. How many times have you seen it? I saw it twice to get a real good view of it. This this is... This kid grew up and voted for Donald Trump because Mike Pence was on the ticket, not because he liked Donald Trump, which is the much, which is the the worst reason to have voted for Donald Trump. <laughs> this little fucker. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder where this this kid's life has taken him. He's got to be like a he's church ministry leader, or like he's he's out there being a professional wet blanket. This kid took this this like fifteen minutes of fame. And definitely turned it into a career of ruining fun for other people. Yeah. Without a doubt. It's probably Butters' That's father. Really... He's got that type of vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so shout out to at found footage on Twitter who found this clip. And hopefully people find this man. He's got to be 39 or 40 right now. Um, well above the age where it's okay to beat him up. And uh, <laughs> I, I kind of like to beat him up for his past crimes. Yeah, looks like a real bitch. You'll know him right when you see him. Just punch him right in the side of the fucking head. <laughs> uh, so Dom, we touched on it earlier. You went. What, so what was this? You go to like these horror movie conventions. Mm-hmm. What was this one called? It's called Monster Mania. Monster, Monster Mania. Mania. Yeah. So does it combine There's... monsters and wrestling? There is some wrestling stuff there. It's mostly <laughs> horror. It's mostly like a horror film convention and just like pop culture kind of stuff but it's mostly horror and sci-fi who were the biggest names there the biggest names was that they had a dexter reunion so it was michael c hall jennifer carpenter uh c.s lee james remar who also played raiden in mortal kombat annihilation fuck yeah yeah that's what what i know warriors right yep he was in the the warriors Warriors. what else is he in i like james remar he's in Every, he was in, we just did a he's review. Kinda, he's kind of like that guy. He's yeah. like, oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, you he's a I mean? really good character actor. He was. We just reviewed a, a Van Damme movie he was in on the Ella show called The Quest. I don't know if you guys have ever mm-hmm. seen that. He basically just no. ripped himself off on Bloodsport. I want to say this guy probably does a lot of like voice, kickboxer. voice acting. Like He has a sick voice. He does, but he's got, he's got like a fuckload of acting credits, too. Dude's been in everything. And I, even though I had seen The Warriors, the first thing that ever stood out for me was him as Dexter's dad. And then I just, you know, watched all these movies again that I had loved and be like, oh, Dexter's dad has been in all of this shit I've been watching all along. That's crazy. Yeah, so, honestly, he hasn't been in anything that I've really recognized for the past, like, fucking... I mean, I'm I'm scrolling past 2014 now. Jeez, this guy... He's yeah. still working. I feel like he should be in good movies. I like this dude. All right, I think he does a lot of B movies, and sh- but like I don't know if you're if, Bruce Willis's villain. If that's your shit, man, you just work consistently and you get a good life out of it. So um, he's a G. I, I I like him in everything he does. He played a U.S. general in X Men First Class, and I remember that. <laughs> I remember oh, yeah. that. That's what I remember him last. 
Right. So you have no recollection of Anne Hathaway as Catwoman. <laughs> no, I, I can't put her there. Lines. I can't put her <laughs> there. But you remember James Remar as just some background American general in X Men but, in the Last. Yeah. You know, you know who does stand it. out though is James Remar and Carrie Ewells. <laughs> <laughs> so Dom, have you seen the the Dexter revival series? No, I have not. I actually have just started recently watching Dexter. I have not. I've watched just the part of the first season just to get familiar with the cast before going because I've Man, never seen it. Probably one of the few. Dexter one through four is fucking epic television. Nice. It's fucking fantastic. And then every season past that gradually just gets worse <laughs> and worse and stumbles uh, to a Game of Thrones level bumbling finale. And then that sucks. Then they announced this this like a revival series and it's on showtime and I already have enough streaming services. So I, you know, I, I want to watch that yellow jacket show. That's supposed to be really good. I want to see Dexter. My, my sister watched the new season of Dexter and said it was awesome. So I, I do cool. want to check it out, but um, how, so you, did you go to their, their panel or whatever? I didn't go. No, I didn't go to the panel. just, I didn't really want to hear any spoilers just in case I finish it. So that's, oh, that's why good, I didn't that's a good point. go to the panel. And Mark also didn't go to the panel. Um, but we did see him. We went to the autograph room. We did see them. We didn't see Michael C. Hall. He was in his own private room somewhere else. I had no idea where he even was, but he was there. So he didn't even stay at the hotel. Mostly the guests stay at the hotel where the convention is for the weekend. But he wasn't even, he didn't stay there. No shit. Uh, was this in Philly? Famous. Too famous. Yeah, it's a Cherry Hill, New Jersey, which is right over oh, ben, okay. Fra- ben Franklin Bridge. Yeah, yep. right outside of I know, Philly. I know Cherry Hill well. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Dorff was also there. What? From from the gate. That's the only thing I know him from. But <laughs> or or Blade. <laughs> Judgment Night? Huh? Never never saw Judgment, Judgment Night. You don't need yeah, to. Yeah, you're not missing much. Well, I mean, it sounds like it could <laughs> be like, what heard. the fuck did I just watch? But I mean, Deacon <laughs> Frost from Blade. You've seen Blade, right, Dom? Not in a long time. I might have seen oh. it once a long, long time ago, but I did. I need a refresher on that. They just put all three Blade movies up on like HBO Max or something. And oh, sweet! I'll I can't check it out. I can't say much for Blade two and three. I mean, two is definitely way better than three, but Blade one is a fucking beast of a movie. I fucking love that movie. They're doing a reboot with Herschel Ali, right? Yeah. yeah. When's that? So they say. When's that? Oh, okay. It's not. Well, the the. Easter egg in Eternals is you don't see him, but you hear Mahershala Ali's voice. Oh. So he has already appeared technically in the Marvel Universe. Does he say, I am Blade or anything like that? Or do you just kind of, you're just supposed to be reading the insider information and know it? No. um, I I think he says, uh, always bet on black. Oh, wait, that's right. the wrong Wesley Snipes movie. No, he says some shit. It was it was so nerd. It it even out nerded me. I had to fucking Google it. Oh, I'm okay. like what are these what are these goofballs doing? Uh, did you get to meet Stephen Dorf, Dom? I did not. No, I didn't get to meet him. No, but they they like you go around. You know, you get in line. You get you know pay for their autographs, and then you can get something signed. And then they have. Q and A panels, which are you can go to and just listen, you know, ask questions, hear what they have to say about their experiences and working on movies and whatever. You can just ask whatever question. Dude, Q and A panels are fucking nightmares. I when 
when I first moved to LA, like there's there's if you're a movie nerd or even any kind of nerd, a comedy nerd, a comic book nerd, if you're passionate about anything, probably minus sports, there's cool shit happening in LA around it. So when, like when I first moved here, I was overwhelmed and just tried to do everything I saw pop up. Like I went and saw Kevin Smith do a screening of I think it was Red State that movie he did. And um, I stayed for a Q&A afterwards, and I walked out. It, it, it went on for so long, and these Q&As, man, they got to get Wrap It Up music for some of these motherfuckers, because every single person that Kevin Smith went to, they, they had to go through their entire life story, and like uh, how Kevin Smith movies changed their life, and yep. like every person <laughs> had like a 20-minute story, and nobody cut them off, and then they would go to ask their question... And it was something fucking stupid. It would be like, <laughs> so, uh, uh. It spent 10 minutes sucking him off and then end, yeah. end it with a random question. 10 minutes sucking his dick, 10 minutes telling their life story, and then, so, what was it like making mall rats? Oh! <laughs> oh! I when had to get up and leave. Rats 2 coming out? Uh, that got scrapped. Now it's what? Clerks 3. Oh, so it just got scrapped completely. Yeah, because I remember yeah. following the updates when Kevin Smith was like writing it. And I think the last bastion of hope for that was Cinemax, and then Cinemax passed on it, so he just dropped. This, this, this is just like me going through my you know, bong resin riddled memory banks, but I'm pretty sure that's how it played out. But Sounds legit. Clerks 3 is shot and filmed. Like the, the woman who cuts my hair was um oh that's right is in clerks yeah so she, i remember she was telling me she's like yeah i'm gonna be gone for a couple of weeks i'm going back to jersey to shoot my scenes for clerks three and i was like oh fuck yeah that's so dope yeah. nice um so dom do you ever ask questions at these q a's are you one of those guys that tells a 20 minute life story and then fillets the director and then asks a question <laughs> no i didn't but mark asked two questions so we, we saw three panels um we saw the Roger L. Jackson panel, the voice of Ghostface, and it was awesome. Oh, he was doing, yeah, he was doing the freaking voice, man. Like pretty much half the time, like he was just talking like Ghostface. It was awesome. Oh man, no, it'd be awesome if like if he's really leaning into it and loves taking requests to do Ghost Ghostface voices. If we got him to record lines like. Dookie boy, the cocksucker is a pussy. <laughs> yeah. Why are you going at me first? I don't know. All right, fair enough. <laughs> so, Mark, he said he first got his, he practiced with voice acting as a puppeteer. And, yeah, Mark, yeah, we were, he, he asked him a goofy question. The second, the second reanimator panel, I think he just wanted to get a laugh, but he asked him, he goes, have you ever had any frightening or supernatural experiences with the puppets? Of any of the puppets? And then everybody started laughing, and he goes, well, only in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> That's what he said. That was his answer. Oh, my God. Um, but he did. He did um, say that they asked, you know, people asked the question, what was your, what's your favorite screen movie? What's your least favorite screen movie? He said favorite screen one was his favorite. And he said, none of them are his least favorite. Oh God, like what food. a politician. Goes, I like, yeah, I like to eat. I like food. I like to have food on my table. So none of them are, none of them are uh, my least favorite. <laughs> That's a solid answer. Yeah. yeah. And the reanimator panel. Oh. oh, he did. He did get. Oh, I'll go back to Roger L. Jackson. He got pretty emotional talking about Wes Craven because somebody asked him, you know, oh, how was it like with him? And he said that, you know, it was a great guy. He was up 
super early he had a passion for like filming birds he liked to do like bird watching filming birds he was up at like 5 a.m like filming birds Wes craven and yeah Wes craven and yeah that's not very that's not got, very spooky no not at all so but yeah he he said he was a nice guy and sounds like my grandma <laughs> um and then the reanimator panel with jeffrey combs and barbara crampton that was great they said that the movie was filmed in eight only 18 days and jeffrey combs walked in he had a, a whiskey glass with him he walks right in just chilling he was there that was a real fun panel and jeff what are your thoughts on reanimator i have no idea what what that is it's actually a pretty sick movie all right i'll imdb it while you guys are talking about this and mark asked a question he said he was a huge fan of castle freak and the whole crowd <laughs> popped real real loud for that for castle goes, freak well, yeah. i'm aware of castle freak but i've never seen it is yeah. it good? The remake is okay. Yeah, the original is real good. The remake is okay, but the original is awesome. And it was filmed in Italy. They were talking about it, like, yeah, we filmed it in Italy, and it was during the OJ when everything happened with OJ. So they said that they were filming, and then as soon as filming wrapped, they would go watch. They were watching the Bronco chase, and then they went back to filming the next day. And then the, the next day, in the newspaper, in the Italian newspaper, it called basically in the Italian language, it called OJ the next Othello. That was on the cover of the newspaper. And they were uh, telling that story. That, that That's how they, they remember that filming because that's what was happening at the time. Well, yeah. Othello, the next Othello. The Othello, Othello, if I remember, got kind of screwed, right? It was almost like, I don't know, almost tricked into doing uh, what he did. Um, I, I, I only yeah, really sure, remember yeah. the O movie with Mackay Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, that movie actually kicks ass. Kicks ass on like a True Lies level or a Judgment Night level? I actually think you would like it. <laughs> I'll go True Lies. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't do the corny ass like Shakespeare speak stuff that that you and I don't like. I definitely hate that. Um. Um, and it's about like it's more like a modern story. It's about like a star basketball player named O, and Josh Hartnett is like his teammate. And I already figured I already figured out why you like it because there's basketball in it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's good. I'm it has a six point one out of ten on IMDb. Okay, well that's where your stupid brain goes to, right? Well, the true Checking authority the that that um, scores that Jeff just lives by is Rotten Tomatoes. So let's see what that guy. <laughs> by the way, IMDB is not critics. Oh. It's whatever. all user reviews. Either way, reviews, they're fucking overrated. I'm not trying to hear them. I'm <laughs> I'm giving you a a peer review here. All right, all right. I'm saying you would probably like it. Well, I can't even find it on It's just oh, Rotten Tomatoes. I know, but it's all t- the top result when I searched O on Rotten Tomatoes is I Want You Back, the movie that Bonesy was trying to get us to watch so we could get cuddle time. <sighs> All right, whatever. What can I do? If you type in Othello, maybe it'll drop down. At least that's what it, it is. For o, or you could type in Mackay Pfeiffer. But O is the right title of the movie. Yeah. 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 I know I, I know my shit here. He, I his was name is Odin. Oh. Yeah, no, I, I found it. I found it. You up. I know. 64% on Rotten Tomatoes. So that's an F. Uh, whatever. I stand by it. It's a good movie. Check it out. Holler at me on social media if you uh, have seen O and have any thoughts. Dom, did you pay for any autographs? I didn't, no. 
I was trying to get to in the line. Well, the line was too long to, to meet Dana DiLorenzo and Ray Santiago from uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Ash vs. Evil Dead, Kelly and Paolo. Oh, okay. And their Q&A was awesome. That was the third Q&A that I went to. And theirs was awesome. They said that they're, they were worried about the fans, the Evil Dead fans, not accepting them into the franchise. And then once they were accepted, it pushed them to continue and keep going. And they they had so much fun filming. They didn't want the series to end. They would love to have, have continued. And they just seemed like they were real good friends. And, and they said that when they first met each other, they they didn't know each other when they got cast. And then they both met up in L.A., and they both were wearing the same outfit. They both had a leather jacket and a white T-shirt underneath. And she's like, that's the, the traditional L.A. outfit. <laughs> like, that's what we were wearing. <laughs> Do you see a lot of people wearing white T-shirts and leather jackets? Just Jeff. <laughs> yeah, that's my look. Only when we go out, though, for drinks. Trying to holler at bitches. <laughs> and nah. they said that Bruce Campbell was awesome to work with. And then he would pretty much... He wine and dine them after they were done filming. Like they would fly them, fly them out on private jets and give them fancy dinners. And oh damn, she, yeah, he's. He said he was real cool. Bruce Campbell's a baller, huh? Yeah, we, we've actually had him on the Ella show, and he was fucking cool. Nice. He was an awesome interview, and he was like super nice and and his usual like weird self off the air too. He was a cool dude. I liked him. Makes awesome. me feel good knowing that you vouch for Bruce Campbell. He yeah. seems like a cool guy. So oh yeah, he was cool. If it shit. wasn't. Dude, he showed case. up looking slick as fuck. What do you mean? He had like this real flashy suit on and looked like a fucking straight up G in it. Looked like, like it looked like a movie star. Straight. Yeah, if I put that on, I would have looked like an ass clown. But he <laughs> looked like the coolest motherfucker in the building. Yeah, well, you don't have the Bruce Campbell swagger. Oh, fuck no. I don't even have Tilda Swinton swagger. I mean, I was going to say, you can't compare yourself to Bruce Campbell, but you should have at least Tilda Swinton swagger. Yeah, I'm somewhere between a... Clay Aiken and Tilda Swinton with my swagger. Wow. So, pretty <laughs> much <a> negative <laughs> negative swagger to even swagger. Pretty much. At best. I will say, though, the, the, the screening, because I was looking at your Instagram stories, Dom, and the, the mm-hmm. screening of The Gate was something that I was kind of jealous of. Like, I, I love The Gate. That was a movie yeah. that came on HBO a lot when I was a kid. And even though it terrified me, I fucking watch it every time. I love that Same movie. Here. <laughs> I've watched it a few times as an adult, and I, I still think it holds up. I, gotta, I was actually, after um, I saw your post, I was looking it up on Amazon because um, I, want, I want a Blu-ray of it, and it's still pretty pricey for the gate. I think, let me look it up right now. The, oh, it is on, we can do it the same way we watch supermarket or not supermarket queefs um queef or no queef on imdb tv and watch it free with ads That's but cool. the the blu-ray is 25 bucks dude look at this fucking director's name for the gate oh yeah yeah it's... T- tiber takakis takakis <laughs> yeah tibor takis yeah tibor takis <laughs> Jesus. He, he also did another one of my favorite movies, Witchboard 2. He directed that, and the first Witchboard, and Night of the Demons. He's Hungarian. You don't see that very often. <laughs> he's still he's still acting, or still directing, excuse me. Yeah. And that was at, like, 10 o'clock at night. That screen, oh, wait, that screening, this yeah, guy, that was at like, 10. Essentially just does Christmas movies now, or at least he did Christmas movies 
mostly from 2020 to 2017. He's got the Christmas <laughs> Aunt, the Christmas Miracle, Memories of Christmas, It's Christmas Dude, Eve, Rocky Mountain Christmas. If you're a filmmaker, that is the absolute move. Even if they're shitty ones, having any sort of involvement in a Christmas movie is a yearly bonus. And to, in 2000, he did Once Upon a Time, or Once Upon a Christmas, and then 2001, he did Twice Upon a Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah, I, that, that I've told this on the, on the show before, but um, Artie Lang, who was in Elf for like five minutes oh, as yeah. Santa. Yeah, right. He used to say on, on Howard, like every year, he'd be like, oh yeah, Elf is my Christmas bonus. The residuals he got from Elf playing on cable... Just that quick little scene as Santa made him a boatload of cash every every fucking year. Really? So just imagine what John Favreau gets, what Will Ferrell gets, what Zoe Douche Anal gets. So, like, can we actually put a number on it? Because that is he I, never he never gave the actual number, right? But I mean, a Christmas movie is insane residuals every fucking year for the rest of your life. So do you think Will Ferrell? You think like five million per year? Is that too little? Too much? That m- <sighs> it probably goes down every year. Yeah, I think that is like the actual rule with residuals. They okay. do gradually get smaller, but okay. I don't. I don't think it's probably not as high as five million. But either way, either way, way more money than any of us are making. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Please subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. So that happened. I'm sorry. That was actually an eight o'clock screening. And then they had a costume contest that started a little as start around nine. It started a little bit after nine. So I, right after the gate was done, I went downstairs to the costume contest. And that was that was fun, too. I and mean, they, uh, these hard. I've gone to a lot of conventions. I actually got an email that I completely forgot that I bought tickets to start Star Wars celebration before COVID hit. And I just got an email saying, like, congratulations, here are your tickets. We've just charged your credit card. I was like, ah, what? <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no. So apparently I'm going to Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim in a couple of months, which I'm actually pumped about. Nice. I've gone to two of those, and they're, they're pretty fucking great, and they're always in, like, these giant convention halls. You know, San Diego obviously is the, the biggest of the big. That one's massive. I've gone to all sorts of conventions. Fucking Hello Kitty Con one year. I went to that shit. <laughs> Didn't you go with um, uh, Bonnie? Yeah. She loves that shit. I feel oh, like yeah. she goes every year still. No, they only did it once. That was a one and done convention. Oh, I'm tripping. I always but, see um, her like on Instagram going to different conventions or events like that. I, I thought it was just Hello Kitty, but fair enough. I've never been to an anime one because they always do that uh, like uh, in the summer, the week that I go and visit my family. But Thank God. Now that I actually watch anime, I really want to go because you know that's going to be like the cream of the crop of like hardcore dorks. You're, yeah. You're going to see some wild shit at that for sure. Yeah, Weeb Central is... Oh my God, yeah. Could you get Carl to go with you? Fuck no. No. I'm, going, I'm actually going to WonderCon in Anaheim. Uh, I got a one-day ticket to that and I was like, this is... You get a pretty much good feel of what you get at San Diego if you want to go check this out. And she was like, pass. No. So you're no not even going to tell her about AnimeCon. You're just going to go yeah. by yourself. Yeah. I don't you think she's going to Star Wars. You should just buy her a ticket to AnimeCon and tell her that you have a great day planned for the two of you. And, and just surprise her. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Jeez. She'll fucking hate me, but <laughs> yeah, that'll be a funny story to tell later. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, hopefully it doesn't end your relationship, but. 
But I have gone to a horror convention once out here in L.A. I think it was Monster Palooza or something along those lines. I forget the exact name. Okay. But I went to that once, and it was real rinky-dink. It was like in the lobby of a hotel. People just had mm. like folding tables set up. It seemed real bottom of the barrel. There was still interesting and funny stuff to laugh at. But was I'm, I'm guessing Cherry Hill, New Jersey, this was a pretty rinky-dink one. No, it was a big one. Really? It's big. Yeah, they oh, have shit. it. It's the lobby is now part of the convention. Originally, it wasn't. They have a hotel bar in there. Um, the, the whole downstairs, there's vendors everywhere. Um, there's the whole downstairs for them. There's an autograph room, and then there's Q and A panels. Like it's all it's all on different floor. There's a mezzanine floor where for the Q and A panels and movie screenings. Then there's a pavilion for the autograph signings. Well, let's get and to the real a, meat the and potatoes. What yeah. were the what yeah. were the chicks like? <laughs> yeah. Talk, talk nice. about the ass. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of good looking girls there for sure. Cause that, I mean, that's yeah. also like a promotion about, models. uh, no, I mean like the chicks in attendance. Cause at Comic-Con, it's like these secret hotties that are, you know, these squirrely little nerds that are just hiding these fucking banging bodies. And then they, they show up to the convention center in these skimpy little outfits. Like Jesus Christ. I feel Look like they you. do OnlyFans now. You probably got picked on in high school, and now you're just a smoke show. Yeah, just grew it's, into yourself. Yeah. Tons of that, yeah, they, but I imagine the horror convention might be like in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, might be a lesser a lesser tier. But no, it was it was even had bad. a sexiest costume uh, co- uh, category in the costume contest. Oh man, who who won that? Um, I think it was this Devil Girl. I don't know what her actual costume was, but she was. Wearing some kind of devil costume. She's yeah. the hot chick that showed up in a bikini and put like one of those hair bands on that have two devil horns on it. Yeah. <laughs> what was the racial makeup? Because to Kevin's point, if they did one out here and put it in like Orange County, it would just be firing Asians back and forth or just uh, almost. I didn't like, even notice, honestly. Like, well, Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Dom doesn't see race, you bigot. Uh, my bad. Well, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Well, um, I'm glad you know we should we should send you a recorder, Dom, and maybe next year you can like interview some people, and we can we can send you some questions and get some audio of the, some of these goofballs. Okay, but I know that my favorite costume was the 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 one girl from the most creative category that that was wearing that Midsummer Festival. Oh, I saw flower that. outfit. You see that? I yeah, posted that on my story. That was cool. And Is... I asked her. I said, I she wasn't even in the top three. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, this is these are the people who won trap jaw, which is not the trap jaw we know, Shuddy. It's a different trap jaw. Trap, <laughs> trap jaw from Five Nights at Freddy's. I want to say it was. Some, oh like, yeah, that video game series. rabbit That's guy with white bl- blue eyes. Zool. Oh, that's a good one. I saw Zool yeah. at, at Comic Con one year. Yep, she looked pretty and pretty bangable. Scooby, Scooby Doo, Ghostbuster, which is. A Ghostbuster guy with a Ghostbuster outfit wearing a Scooby-Doo head, and he was wheeling Slimer around in this cart. Yeah, sounds like this yeah. guy just came in third due to over accessorizing. Yeah, Midsummer Girl definitely should have been in it. She should have won it first. And I asked her how long it took her to make that costume. She said two and a half months. Jesus Christ! What? So yeah, she, yeah, she seemed pretty bummed, but she's like, a lot of people came up to me and said that I should have won. I was like, yeah, for sure. Did you try to spit game at all while you were there? Not really, no. <laughs> no one, no one up to par. No, I just didn't. I, 
had a few beers, angles? but I wasn't trying to. Yeah, I was. Nah, this wasn't happening. I mean, do you have you ever <laughs> spit game at a convention? No, I'm a coward. But <laughs> it's. I mean, it's a good place for it because you already know like all of your shared interests and. Yeah, that's true. I just figured like mostly girls there. Oh, I don't know. I I would just figure most of the girls there might be there with a guy. Kind of like what I thought too. Yeah. That's what I thought too. But my cousin is like really big in the cosplay world. And I was talking with her and some of her friends once, and they were telling me that like a lot of like the the girls that I was describing before, the girls who like probably didn't get a ton of attention in high school, but were you know secret missiles, and now they go to these things and they're still in like really good shape and they dress all sexy, but they don't have any confidence. And they were telling me that, like these girls pretty much just hook up with dudes all the time at cons because they're not used to getting any attention. They're not used to guys hitting on them. And then they go here where they're total babes and everybody's kind of like fawning over them and they don't know what to do. And they're just like, uh, uh, sure, let's go to your room. I'll, I'll fuck you. <laughs> I wonder this if it been like good information to have back when I was going to cons and was single. When did you go to cons? What cons did you go to? Well, I used to go to Philly Comic Con regularly. Oh. Well, how are the chicks there? They all look like cheesesteaks. <laughs> <laughs> They look like they paid for the there Bruins. There were definitely some hot chicks there. Dom can, Dom can co-sign that. Yeah. Dom went with me. Okay, but yeah. I also know you well enough, Shuddy Boy, that single Shuddy doesn't spit game unless he's got a lot of beer in him. That is, all, that is very true. Sober Shuddy but had I just sits there giggling it, in the corner. If it was that easy, I might have had the confidence to not need the beer. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you could, you, you could have dusted off your magic line. You know, when I go to strip clubs, I always look the girl right in the eye. One fucking time I, you heard me say that. One fucking That's all he needed, Shuddy. That's all he fucking One needed. Fucking time. And then there's Spiral Shuddy once he has too many, too many beers. Same with me. Spiral yeah, Shuddy? We, oh, is that yeah. when Shuddy's like, oh, who wants to kick me in the nuts? <laughs> yeah. How many different drunk Shuddies are there? Oh, my God. Yeah, there oh, a lot. Many. There were many. Have you ever seen that there M. Night Shyamalan movie Split? My, <laughs> my, yeah. favorite, my favorite drunk Shuddy. Or I don't even know if he was drunk. Angry Shuddy story is when he wanted to walk home from Myrtle Beach. Like no, no, that was that was a drunk shot. That was a blackout drunk. <laughs> that's my that favorite was, one. That's that was, that's the final boss of of drunk. You know that like, is. what did they call James McAvoy's character in in Split? That was like the 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 super scary one. I don't remember. It was like the Beast or something like that. Yeah. That's that's Shuddy Boy's version of the Beast. Whose ass was that? <laughs> the final boss. Oh, I didn't fart that. this time. Oh, speaking of fart- little mama, it's uh, okay. Speaking of farting, look at little mama. Little Aww. mama cam. <laughs> <laughs> there were, we got a, had a knock at the door right before, right after the costume contest. We went up to get a few more beers. We made sure we stocked up because the nice. bar is super expensive. So we Fuck went up, yeah. grabbed a few more beers, and then we heard a knock at the door, and there were these two dudes. That came out of the room right across the hall. Like, hey, oh, guys, no. we thought you we guys, thought are, they were you guys our... are three chicks short to come in this house. Exactly. This <laughs> we thought they were our neighbors. And the one guy had a vinegar syndrome hoodie on. I'm like, oh, maybe he, you know, works with vinegar syndrome, whatever. And he's like, hey, you guys, you guys hanging out? We're like, yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, we're heading down to the to see Rocky Horror. It's oh my god, I'm just picturing party. Michael Scott in that episode of The Office when they go to that like paper convention and he tries to throw a party in his hotel room and like one dude shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Like wow. hey, we're having a ho- we're having a party in our room over- across the way. You want to come? Yeah. How many people you got in there? Well, when you guys get there, two. 
Yeah, Jim and his uh, yeah. boss when he was over at what, not Scranton. What's the other one? Uh, I, I don't know. Whatever. In one of the Dunder Mifflin offices, him and his him and his boss Josh showed up, and it was just the three of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So what did these guys try to get out of you and Mark Rooster? Well, they got a beer out of us. They came in and we're like, "Oh, you got you guys want to hang out?" We're like, "Yeah, for a little bit." And Mark's like, "Yeah, come on in." I'm like, "Come on in." And then Mike, our friend Mike. I was like, dude, um, Rocky Horror is starting in like five minutes. I'm like, oh shit. So I was like half in the bag at that point, And I didn't realize what time it was. And the same thing with Mark. And then they're like, oh, you mind if we have a beer? And we're like, yeah, sure. That's cool. You know, we're just slamming before we go down. And then nice. as soon as the dude sat down on my bed, he freaking farted. Freaking ripped ass. I'm like, who does that? Who comes into someone's room and just rips ass immediately on the bed? <laughs> and then this other guy was talking to me. He's like, oh, what kind of movies are like? He's like, Oh, I like rape movies. Or like, oh, let's oh, get these fucking guys. Let's, God. The ra- rape revenge movies. It's like, so let's, oh, we're thinking, let's get these fucking guys out of here. We're, we're, we're done. What? Yeah. How about yeah. an icebreaker? Yeah. And then, and then at one point, Mike was like, dude, I think these guys are like trying to rob us or something. Cause I don't know. They were real weird. They were, they were wasted. So I, I think they were just completely hammered, but they were real weird. So this guy, like, this guy shows up to your room, takes a free beer, farts on your bed. Yep. And then tells you that his favorite horror subgenre is rape revenge. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Sounds I mean, like you were in a terrible situation. Yeah, I spit on your grave. Like, yeah. I mean, the most important follow-up question to that is, okay, which part do you like the most of these movies, the rape or the revenge? Yeah. Because these movies always have, like, fucking horrible rape scenes that go on for way too long, and then the dudes just get fucking butchered, which is awesome. But you have to pay the price of admission, which is sitting through just a fucking brutal rape scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is super suspect. As, I mean, if the farting on the bed isn't... Did he at least address it? <laughs> he just laughed, and it freaking stank. He just laughed, and it stank so bad. As if there wasn't enough farting in the room, first of all, before they even got in. Um, yeah, it was bad. But Jesus we, Christ, we, dude. yeah. So wait, did he, down to Rocky. was it an accidental fart? Did he, or did he go like, Ugh! like, did he push it what? out and then laugh? Or it was like, oh, fuck my bad. I just farted. He pushed it out and laughed. What it a scumbag. Yeah. Ripped ass on, on my bed. And it was terrible. The disrespect. Oh, that might, I, I mean, I don't know. Farts brought us together. Maybe his, his intuition was that, you know, farts will, we can bro down over a fart. Y- yeah, <laughs> it's a bad not, move. It's not an intentional fart on your bed. Yeah. And it was the ho- it was a hotel room bed, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you still have to sleep on that bed later. <laughs> Fair enough, of yeah. course, yeah. Just saying. And yeah, and There's then we went down offenses. to the Rocky Horror at that point and then we were out of beers at that once we got down there we cracked open the last one. We carried, we brought we were rep, repping some local um festivals. We had the Music Fest mug. Nice. We had an um Becky's Drive-In mug and an American Cafe mug, which American Cafe was a, a local um, cafe business cafe. But we got down there, and I was like, what time do you guys think the bar closes? And then Mark was like, one o'clock. a daylight savings time, it closed at 1 instead of 2. So we're like, we should probably head up there and just get maybe one more drink before the end of the night. So then we ended up, and I, Shuddy, you know how I get when I have a few beers. I like, yep. to, take over, I like to take over the jukebox. So there was a touch tunes in there. I'm like, oh, here we go. I ended up buying some tokens, played some 311. Played um, and then Mike Mike requested Slayer, so we were playing 311 Slayer and Hollow Notes. 
were the three artists that we played. 311, Slayer, and Hollow Notes. Covering all the bases. Yep. I wanted to hear Out of Touch. And I love that I had song, a white, we, had, we each bought a round. I had a white Russian, and then we got two more rounds, and I had two more white Russians. The third one was to go. And you can carry drinks around it because it's all in one one place. You can carry drinks around the, the hotel there. So you can Sick. Get, if it, they close the bar down, you can just take your last drink up to your room or wherever. Yeah, get a roadie. Exactly. Fruit soda. I didn't, yeah, I didn't need one Russian at that point, let alone three. So the Did end you of the barf? night was interesting. I didn't. I, was, I felt fine in the morning. I woke up at like 7 a.m. Little tiny headache, but other than that, I was fine. Did you nice. stay away from those phallic food objects? Yep. <laughs> Sure did. No churros, no hot dogs. No, I did have <laughs> pizza. I did have pizza, though. Saturday uh-huh. night. Sounds like it was a successful mission. It was. Nice. It was awesome. Um, I, uh, I, th- there were no really big movie releases this week. No. But there was some streaming stuff. I, I, I managed to catch uh, two new streamers and... Next week, I think next week is the last MSPH episode before the Oscars actually happen. And I have one last movie to watch that was nominated for Best Picture. And it's the one I've been dreading the most. And it's fucking West Side Story. Oh, yeah. And it's on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> so Carl and I are watching it this weekend. I'm really fucking pissed off at the Academy that they're making me do this, but... I will next week be able to just give a quick recap on the best picture ones, and then we can make cool. our picks. How does Carl feel about um, musicals? Is she excited for the West Side Story? Not particularly, but she's definitely not as anti-musical as I am. No. It's um, more of a chick thing, for sure. But a, a new Ryan Reynolds movie came out on Netflix. I don't know if you guys saw The Adam Project. Oh, uh, I, I, I didn't see, see it. I was interested in it. I mean, I can go either way, depending on your review. It was Uh-oh. just mediocre. <laughs> it wasn't horrible, nah. and it wasn't great. It was just right down the middle. All that build-up. I thought you were going to light it up. No. I mean, I wanted to because the kid that plays the young Ryan... The, the, basically, the movie is... Uh, this kid is like hears something, goes out in the woods, and there's this like a spaceship in the sky, and then himself from the future, which is Ryan Reynolds, shows up, and they have to like battle Catherine Keener and these evil time goons. And it seemed like a pretty cool premise. It seemed like it might have a bit of like a, a Spielbergian vibe to it. Spielbergian, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just I. F- feel like it didn't do much with the premise that it had it was a lot of just ryan reynolds being ryan reynolds and interacting with his younger self and that little fucking brat was so punchable not as punchable as batman kid but it had a very punchable face and that's like one of the first things adult ryan reynolds says to him is he calls him out on his punchable face and it was i don't know that that annoyed me because i didn't like the kid and then there, there was some pretty cool combat and stuff, and Zoe Saldana's in it, and Mark Ruffalo's in it, and Jennifer Garner, who I don't really care for. She was, you know, fine, but... I forget she's even... I feel like all she's done recently is those Capital One commercials. Yeah, pretty much. Man. I mean... She's, like, famous for being famous at this point. I can't... I only know her in, like, a few movies, to be honest. Really, yeah. I think her most, like, notable role was that TV show, right? Alias? Yeah. That yeah. and just being in the Daredevil movies. Right. And but, being Ben Affleck's chick for 
a year the there. Capital One commercials. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, it was it was a three dicker. It wasn't anything special. <laughs> if you're if you're at the bottom of the barrel on Netflix, and you got ninety minutes to kill, it's it's fine. It's just you know, it's not going to be anybody's favorite. It's probably not going to be something you'll watch again. Uh, wasn't particularly spectacular, but also not horrible. So Ryan Reynolds needs to get back right. to doing good movies. Well, they did just announce Deadpool three is officially happening. And they announced Sweet. that that guy, the guy that directed The Adam Project and Free Guy, is directing Deadpool 3. Wow. And I don't know, I feel okay. like Free Guy was a little bit better than Adam Project, but neither were great. So hopefully Deadpool 3 has got a really good script. All right. Well, and then I watched... The latest on Ryan Reynolds. I watched the, the new Pixar movie, Turning Red. I haven't even heard of it. I'm all IMDb right now. Did you so, share the the same uh, opinion of that movie as the guy from whatever website that was that's come under a lot of fire over the weekend be, or because of it? Oh, tell us this story. Yeah, I don't even know what's going on. Hold on, I've got a... Did I've he say something fire. racist against Asians? Basically, that because it was centered around an Asian girl, it was unrelatable. Oh! And, Wow. Hold on. Turning red. I mean... No, I definitely don't have a take that hot. As someone who uh, wants more and more honesty in movie reviews, I appreciate that, (laughs) of him giving his his honest feelings. Or she, I don't know. I don't know. The gender of the group. It was an editor... Hold on. Did you just fart, Jeff? No. Might have been uh, Bill Mama. It was the managing director of Cinema Blend. Or could have been her. Really? Cinema Blend is a pretty big site, isn't it? Yeah, and his review yeah, is... Well, they have a new editor position available. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, was Too Asian rooting, for me. I don't know. By rooting Turning Red very specifically in the Asian take. community of Toronto, the film legitimately feels like it was made for Domishi's friends and immediate family members, which is fine, but also is a tad limiting in its scope. Um, he called that it... He said so that it was exhausting Asian <laughs> yeah uh, hold on I have I found I saw a copy of the tweet somewhere hang on I'm I mean that's actually it. one of the places where I give this movie credit for how oddly specific it was so it's an Asian family in 2002 for no reason whatsoever and it's in Toronto so there's lots of um, loonies and toonies being shown on screen but like i don't know i actually that was one of the parts where i was like oh you know what i kind of give this movie props for being so specific he says some pixar films are made for a universal audience turning red is not the target audience is for this for this one feels very specific and very narrow if you are in it this might work well for you i am not in it this was exhausting oh well this guy seems like a little bitch i mean it, it was I initially was like, okay, because I, I know that this movie was scheduled initially to be in theaters, and then Disney was like, no, it's not even getting a theatrical release. This is exclusive to Disney+. Plus. I think I feel like they're really pushing to drive more people to sign up. So at, at that, I was like, yeesh, maybe they just don't have a lot of faith in this one. And then the reviews came out, and people were saying, like, it's the best Pixar movie in years. And then I got my hopes up, and then I was like, okay, that, that was good, but it wasn't the best Pixar movie in years, I don't think. Uh, I, 
I, I will give it props for not only just how specific it was, but the whole movie is essentially just a metaphor for a, a girl getting her first period, which I was like, Whoa. Turning red? Yeah. Well, take out the Asian stuff, and I'm starting to see a point in the, this guy's general take. <laughs> he uh, it just I'm looking at his Twitter. He did love the new Nicolas Cage movie, however. Oh, I, I hear everybody is loving that new movie. What's this called? What? It's yeah, like the un- it's called the unbearable weight of massive talent, where Nicolas Cage plays himself. I don't. Yeah, yeah that makes it, perfect sense. It debuted Adding at that. South by Southwest over the weekend, and every everybody's flipping out about that and the new movie from the guys that made Swiss Army Man, which I loved, where Daniel Radcliffe played a, a farting corpse with a boner. Okay, so this, I, I didn't see this one. It's fucking awesome. Okay. It's it's Daniel Radcliffe and Paul Dano, Paul Dano, like lost in the wilderness, and he basically uses uh, Daniel Radcliffe's corpse as like a Swiss Army knife. Like he farts around so he can use him as a jet ski, and his farts propel him in the water. He can use his boner as a compass. And he can like hold his corpse arm back, let go, and it karate chops through wood. It's awesome. I fucking love the movie. And this, they made a new one. The, the, these directors, they're just—it's a directing duo called Daniels. And the, it's this movie called like Everything and Anything All at Once. It's another like long convoluted title, but it's like Michelle Yeoh doing kung fu in a weird multiversal comedy, and. That and the Nick Cage movie, I'm so fucking pumped for those two movies, and they're coming out within like the next couple months, and they both people are just flipping out about them. So did you, I'm pumped. Did you have you? Do you know um, the plot of this Nick Cage movie? I think it's because uh, I'm reading it now, and it fucking sounds awesome. Yeah, I think they, it's they, showed, they showed a trailer it for it for the Batman with the Batman for me. Oh, I didn't. I didn't get any trailers. I didn't get that either. Nicholas Cage is broke and takes a, a million dollar payday to appear at the character played by Pedro Pascal's by Pedro Pascal's birthday party and then gets recruited by the CIA to spy on Pedro Pascal. Yeah, so to clean it up a little bit, the IMDB synopsis is a cash strapped Nicholas Cage agrees to make a paid appearance at a billionaire superfan's birthday party, but is really an informant for the CIA since the billionaire fan is a drug kingpin and gets cast in a Tarantino movie. Just like, it <laughs> yeah. takes a few minutes to like digest what I just read, and that's why I kind of zoned out on your uh, Swiss Army Man uh, commentary you had there, but fuck, this, this movie looks awesome. Yeah. I'm Action, pumped. crime, comedy. It's got everything. Nick Cage. Nick Cage. <laughs> I don't hate Pedro Pascal. Uh, no. What was it? He was the bi dude in, in uh, Game of Thrones. The Viper. Yeah. And the Mandalorian. Man. That, him. Yeah, I didn't watch the Mandalorian. His L that he took in Game of Thrones is really one of the worst L's I've ever that seen taken. That is probably the scene out of all the seasons of Game of Thrones. That is like the one that's burned in my memory. Yeah, the way he bites it could be like the most brutal death ever captured on film. Yeah, and that was just like peak Game of Thrones. As oh, we're yeah. watching it, it's like, is this the greatest? Oh, is yeah. this the greatest ever? I almost turned into like an offended <clears throat> Southern Belle from the 1920s. Like when he got offed, I was like, 
fanning myself like, oh, I feel faint. <laughs> that was fucking brutal. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so sweet, though. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, tur- so turning red. Oh, yeah. Uh, Asian girls, period. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that again. Yeah, so, like, this, this girl, every time she gets emotional, if she gets pissed off, embarrassed, she starts turning into, like, a gigantic red panda. So it's like, I, I don't know, the, the, the trailer I saw before watching the movie, I was just like, all right, Pixar, I'll see where you're going with this. A girl turns into a giant red panda anytime she gets emotional. Sure. <laughs> Sounds like a period to me. But then they do, they even, they don't even like dance around it. Like when she's, when she first turns into the panda and is mortified and stuff, her mom is like, I got you these pads and tampons and starts like put, like stacking all this shit up. I'm like, all right, you know what? Again, I will give Pixar credit for tackling a subject that's probably going to get kids like that fucking Batman dork. Like, I felt like it was an attack on kids. <laughs> like, you know somebody is clutching their rosaries. Like, oh, Pixar is coming for our children with this one. But while it was but good, do they it was a movie about a period. Uh, like, is yeah. that something? Okay, fair enough. Because I do... Like if you if you take a step back and look at things, I feel like there are a lot of girls that feel like shameful or embarrassed by it, and I don't know who gives a fuck. Sure, your cooch is bleeding. It happens. That is what happens. So why not make a movie that kind of like normalizes it? I don't see anything wrong with it. <laughs> Fair enough. I definitely don't think it would be enjoyable. I mean, it wasn't like every scene of the entire movie. Right. They just threw it in there a couple of times, and I was like, hmm, all right, look at Disney and Pixar going for it. But the movie as a whole, it was... I do feel like, since it takes place in 2002, which I think they specifically did to crowbar in the boy band element of the movie, because that, that's like their, their big goal. Her and her group of friends are like obsessed with this boy band that's coming to Toronto, and they want to go to the concert, and they all have crushes on them and stuff. I think they just said it in 2002 to make the boy band element more believable. I have I have no idea. It was it was oh, really wait. strange the whole 2002 thing. Jeez. All right. But I mean it was it was decent. It was a three and a half dicker. You'd suck three and a half turning red dicks? Panda dicks? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'll blow three and a half pandas. That's as many Batman dicks as Dom sucked. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. Did you guys see anything? <sighs> Nothing. Yeah, I don't think I have anything to review, honestly. I, I actually started the um, Pieces of Her Netflix streaming series with I Tony Collette. I have also Collette. started that. Oh, man. I wanted to watch that because I love Tony Collette, but then I saw the reviews weren't. Well, then, Shuddy, help me out here with it. I don't know if it's good. It's not exactly. bad. It's not exactly. bad. I don't know. Exactly. I, the I'm daughter sure. is fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Fair, but fair that's enough. kind of where we're at with it. Like we we blew through the first three or four episodes and have not gone back to it. But just simply because we're kind of like, it's if we have yeah. nothing else to watch, we'll watch it. But yeah. it's not like it's not. It's not priority viewing. You're not no, sure. It, it's not. It, it's hard to say if I if it sucks or not. It's pretty much how I felt about inventing Anna, and then I just kind of stopped watching. I was like, yeah, eh, I don't need to see it, it anymore. Like, it's teetering like it can go either way just when you get to a point where i got to a point where we are where i was like no this is bad then something happened and it's like oh wait 
because it does have going, elements where it's like going, oh, it, it's it's going in the yeah. right direction. And I mean, Tony well, Collette is fucking awesome. Yeah, she's and, fine in it. Like to yeah, she's I mean, in point. the 15, first fifteen minutes of the show, she gets a hand a knife stabbed through her hand, and then instead of it, while the knife is still in her hand, she slits the guy who stabbed her throat with it. Yeah. So like there's like it's a situation cool. that cool. like sparks the whole like plot of the story where she's at lunch with her daughter, some fucking random guy shows up to the lunch spot and with a gun and a knife to kill her daughter's friend who he followed to the restaurant and who just so happened to run into Tony Collette and his daughter. So he fucking like blasts his daughter or um um, this girl and her mom, right? And then kind of turns the gun on Tony Collette, Collette and her daughter. Runs out of bullets. This is very spoilery, but again, it happens in the first 15 minutes. Stabs her in the hand. And then, yeah, like Shuddy said, he she like is in shock. He stabs her. Holds it, like, holds it together. And then like quickly just bang. Like just fucking like, like with the... Yeah, it was it was nuts. That's pretty sick. Yeah, but like... It, there are different tones and different vibes of the whole show, and it's kind of hard to process everything that's going on. Yeah. Like, it does feel a little CWE, but then, like, the violence is very, like, gruesome. It's like, oh, shit. Like, all right, this is some real stuff. I don't know. It has a lot of potential. And, like... Do you think you're going to finish it? I don't know. I, I might. I might. But it's like... So, the the whole thing with Tony Collette's character is, like, pretty... It's almost too subtle. That's like one of my things, Shuddy, is that like they're kind of leading us along. And like we're like episode, I'm episode, I think, three or four into it. And they don't really specifically say what Tony Collette's deal is. You just have this feeling like she's got some, or you know, she's got some serious shit going on. Um, then you have, you're not as far as I am because it does get explained who she is. Okay. All right. Like, like you're like well, I think one episode behind where we got to. Okay. And in it it she's yeah, like it it explains who she is and why she's in the situation she's in, but it does not so far has not explained why she's such a badass. Yeah. She would just Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. So we're around the same page. I'm a little I'm a little behind you, but I don't know like how to grade it. Kinda good those moments yeah, it is yeah. perfect like if it, if you have nothing else to watch and check it out but we review so many things i'm sure yeah. someone has something to watch so whatever uh so we do have an announcement to get to before we leave but real quick just uh an email or two dom's pregnant <laughs> <laughs> um shuddy has really kicked a hornet's nest with his unflinching brutal thoughts on the band tool <laughs> And when somebody really likes something, it really pisses them off when somebody doesn't. But yeah, people are pissed. Yeah. People, people, there were a few people that went to Shuddy's defense, though. Yeah, I got, one, I got one right here. Okay, cool. Um, hey, boys, I stand firmly behind Shuddy with his take on Tool. They are awful. <laughs> the lead singer is a pretentious douchebag, and the music is not enjoyable at all. If I had to suck a dick or only listen to Tool songs the rest of my life, bring on that dick. Uh, Puminati, Extreme Elite, Wolf Knife, Butcher of Bakersfield. 
<laughs> so I actually had a theory about this. So hold on, real quick. The real one rebuttal thing that I want to say is pretentious frontman doesn't that doesn't that doesn't count. Like what fucking frontman of a rock band isn't pretentious? Listen, I I said it back. <laughs> I, mean, come I on. think I finally have a way to put a, a very fine period at the end of this to stop all discussion. Oh, I'm gonna stop listening to Tool. All right, go ahead. No, no, no. Tool is to music what A24 is to movies. Yeah, but A24 has made some really good movies. Maynard James Keenan and A24 are only interested in sniffing their own fucking farts. So by that analogy, you're admitting that Tool has some good songs? Because you don't hate every A24 movie. The only A24 movie I like is Green Room. Bullshit. Yeah. Now that they've started making these pretentious movies, we're not going to talk about the early A24 stuff that was not these pretentious horror movies with all kinds of social subtext. Did you like Ex Machina? I didn't see it. I love Ex Machina. Jesus. Did you like Hereditary? Nope. Did you like Midsommar? Midsommar. Didn't say it. He's not a horror movie guy, so I thought about that ahead of time. What about The Disaster Artist? That doesn't count. It's an A24 movie. <laughs> Swiss Army Man is A24. Uh, mid-90s. That was good. Nothing. Now, mm. Shuddy's Shetty, thought about this, and he's all got right. his point. Fair enough. And I don't all even... Right, so then Tool is worse than A24. That's all you're doing is <laughs> okay. changing the point. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Wait, whose like, side are you on here? I thought you like, kind of yeah, liked Tool. Not, it, doesn't make, it doesn't make the case for Tool being any better. It makes the case that A24 is not as bad as Tool. Well, okay, so here is my theory that I've been stewing on for the past seven days. So I've, I've brought it up many times that I, if, I'm, if I ever need a pick-me-up, if my day's ever slumping, I just think about how Dom gave the Matrix one dick on yep. Letterboxd, and then it just makes me laugh. Like... And Dom, you hate The Matrix because you guys had a buddy that just put it on constantly, right? Mm-hmm. I think that was kind of where like I was with The Crow. I never hated The Crow, but I had this one friend who every single time we got stoned, he put The Crow on. I'm like, this movie fucking rules, but you're really wearing out its welcome. And then I didn't watch it for a couple of decades. <laughs> I, I watched stopped it, being his friend. <laughs> I watched it recently like over the past year, and I'm like, okay, yeah, The Crow fucking kicks ass. I was getting burnt out on it, but The Crow is an amazing movie. I, Shuddy, was there somebody in your life that just never stopped listening to Tool and you were just like, nope. oh, I can't fucking I've take just, it? I've it wasn't me. Nev- I've just never <laughs> liked them. I have never liked them. Wait, they Dom. were a band oh, sorry, that people I knew growing up liked, and I just tried to listen to them because they were cool and had never liked Tool. I think it's the hottest take in MSPH history. Maybe I'm being a little short-sighted, but it's a hot take. And I could be, yeah, too much in the moment. Dom, what are your thoughts? Quick review on on Tool. I have only heard a couple of their main videos, like their most popular song, like Sober and a couple other songs. But I really don't have much to compare it to because I haven't listened to anything else other than what I've seen videos of. Like when they were real big in the 90s. I don't know. You took I the high road, you bitch. Too much. Fair enough. <laughs> Hope that hot dog wins again. <laughs> Every time I, I piss, I'm not opposed to listening to more of their stuff. Terrible. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know. Give it a shot. They've been out for uh, 
like 33 years now. Or no, wait, no. I might. Undertow came out in 93. Quick math. Help me out here. 29. 29. Yeah. Thank you. Every time I, I piss, it smells terrible. Is that... <laughs> are we talking about asparagus? About last week's <laughs> episode? Yeah. That's from Lice. <laughs> Ow. Right. Ow. That's yeah. my favorite job. That's my favorite new job. What about this one? Am I taking stupid pills here? <laughs> But yeah, it is. It is tough to beat the classic. Ow! 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 Uh. Ow! Reminds me of when Bon Bon walked into the glass door. He went, ow! He thought it was open. <laughs> and we went on vacation in Maryland. He walked right into the... And that was um, South Carolina. Yeah. The first South Carolina trip. Oh, God, that was epic. I'm a yeah. Barbie girl in a Barbie world. <laughs> I don't... I don't like that, that that I did that last week, uh, and that that's been immortalized. I love that. Yeah. Blood. Dog. Okay, so let's get to. Uh, I think we have oh, one more email, and then we can get to the the big announcement. Uh, I didn't even look at this one. Is there wait, is there someone defending Tool? I mean. I feel like on Instagram and YouTube, people were like right. very salty with Shuddy. But like, I mean, look, what can what can you ask of the guy? He gave them a decent shot. They're not they're not for everybody. Fair so enough. what? Shuddy doesn't like Tool. Who cares? I don't like the Beatles. That's probably a hotter take, it's according to terrible. some people. Yeah, it's a dumb take. What can I do? I've heard them my entire life. You can stop being gay. They've always been elevator music to me. <laughs> right. Um. So. <laughs> This email says, what's up, MSPH? I've started playing your show more at work and slowly pointing and queefing songs has infiltrated our daily routine. Uh, I think you've gotten a few new followers, including my dad, who thoroughly enjoyed listening to my email get read, the the responses and questioning, what the fuck is queef or no queef? Um, Anybody who is listening to the podcast and not listening to the content provided on Patreon is truly missing out. Go and try it for a month. You will not be disappointed. There's literally something for everyone. I wish I had started listening years ago. Uh, I also wanted uh, to let Jeff know, yes, you can have my phone number, and the boyfriend thing is complicated. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> thanks. I don't know what this is in follow-up to, but you got some digits, Jeff. Me just taking my shot. Um, also, that... Armageddon is the movie that pushed me into the career that I have loved for over a decade. I really wanted what? to be an aerospace engineer for NASA. Uh, I thought you'd be an oil driller. <laughs> but after renting Armageddon, I went to school to be a Harry a ha- Harry Stamper and have been in the oil field ever Whoa. since. Nice. <laughs> Man, these guys might be great astronauts, but they don't know jack about drilling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, it makes me smile every time he brings it up. I'm from the state of Texas, though. Don't hate me. Uh, we do not hate Texas here. Um, yeah, I'm cool with Texas. I'm, I'm going to go to Texas in a uh, couple months, I think. As awesome. always, keep up the great work. How can I send y'all my queef or no queef spreadsheet? It's not fancy. It's not super fancy, but it does stuff and things. Well, we love stuff and things <laughs> here. Yeah, I mean, she's sub- subscribed to the Patreon, obviously, so like... She could leave a, a view-only link of her Google Sheet. 
Oh yeah, there you go. And you know, everyone could view it, um, and no one could edit it. Yeah. That'd be one way. I if you have it in a Google Sheet doc, if it's in Excel, we can't do anything with it. But thanks, well, thanks for tracking. I wonder what she's tracking that we're not, or if she's just keeping tracking. us honest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Making yeah. sure our math adds up. Watch me be off by. I don't know. Like I'm just. I keep like adding cells to the formula. And if one of them are off, it could fuck up the scores. But I like double check it before and after. So hopefully my numbers align with her numbers. Uh, well, yes, um, you can send us that link, Katie. And thank you for the email. Thank you for for being a fan, and thank you for introducing us to a whole new legion of potential Puminati. Um, I hope I hope they they get bit by the queef or no queef bug and want to sign up too. Because goddamn, I love doing that show every week. Yeah, I get some fellow oil drillers on board. Since uh, since my Armageddon take, it's really killing it with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that leaves us with one thing left to do this episode. Mad scientist party hour. Breaking news with Shudder. And up. Well, I guess yeah. And up. And up. And um. <laughs> Wait, Shuddy, can you read Dom's release? Dom. Copy and paste your notes. Send it to Shuddy. I want him to read it while you're sitting. <laughs> no, he's got them already. He's got the note. He got the email. <laughs> I was oh, just kidding, I? but yeah. Right. You want to do the honors? No, no, you no you're it. fucking you're, you're, sure. You're, you're, no, I was right. kidding. Definitely no, we got to get him straight from the commissioner. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. MSPH Wrestling 11. St. Patty's Day beat em up. Going to be Saturday, March 26th at 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, Eastern time on my Twitch channel. Twitch.tv slash next weekend. Oh, yep. Jeff is cringing. Yeah, my mom comes into town next weekend. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. I actually did tell you ahead, ahead of like a couple weeks ago, Jeff, that was going to be on the 26th. Did you? And what did I yeah. respond with? Okay. Cool? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, Sweet. cool or okay. Fuck. But I think maybe... that my mom just bought her tickets somewhat recently, so maybe. God okay. damn it. All right, I'll figure it out. Fuck my okay. mom. Whatever. I didn't really like her that much. <laughs> On my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash domv311, we have some new signees to the MSPH wrestling roster. Demon Metis, oh. Van- <laughs> Vanessa Feline Mob, and Instinctual Motivation. Yes! All signed contracts. Fuck yeah. <laughs> of course, they had to get Instinctual Motivation. I really cannot wait until Instinctual Motivation beats the pants off of Jeff. Has and Jeff takes the belt? He's not fighting Jeff, but maybe at the next event. But uh, yeah, he's got to earn, awesome. earn his. He's got to earn a title shot. Yeah, has I Jeff? Love, I asked Jeff what he looked like, and this is his description. I got to read you what he said here. <laughs> um, let's see. This I go, what did he look like? Anything? Any certain colors he was wearing? Anything to know? And he goes, black guy with a Will Smith early Fresh Prince haircut, earring with a cross. That's the info yeah. I have. So that's what I rolled with. Black. Uh, okay. So he's wearing black, red, and green colors, like the Black History Month colors. I thought black, I gave you that green. info too, but. No, that's okay. I have them in kind of like some neon and black colors. Perfect. Neon green and. Okay. As long we'll as it, it as long <laughs> as it just like, it feels like an instinctual motivation vibe. He'll be all right with it. Okay. And he's got, yeah, he's pretty cool. Does he have any he's, handmade jewelry on? No, but he does have the cross earrings, and he does have instinctual motivation written on his on his wrestling trunks. Nice, perfect. Yeah. 
So we have the first match announced is a six-man triple threat tornado tag team match for the MSPH Tag Team Championships. We have the Food Fighters, which is Oshito, Sauce, and Ronald. They would not. They agreed before their last match, the TLC match at the last event, that they would not team together until they bled together. So they bled in that match, and now they're teaming together. All right. So the next team, Bat Dog Collar, which is the Bat Dad and Fat Dog Collar. Nice. Versus Pooh Generation X, Shuddy Boy and the Great Poudini, who are the current champions. And we have a no holds barred match. Pubic Zirconia versus DDP. <laughs> oh shit. Zirconia. <laughs> Told you I'm always listening. As soon yeah. as I heard you suggest that, I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Man. We're in. I do not like pubic zirconia's odds. Wait, does DDP have like a an easy downloadable character or is he already in the game? He's in the game. Okay. How cool. many diamond cutters do you think uh, Kevin's gonna take in this match? I think one place down. Three. Oh, okay. All right. So you think he's going to give two additional out of spite? He might. He might. Uh, we And another match for the – it's an elimination chamber match for the MSPH Canadian Championship. Guyana Buffalo versus the $11 trillion man. He oh, earned shit. his spot after beating Kevin in one-on-one at the last event. I mean, First. did he earn anything by beating me? That's <laughs> no, You're the layup of the fucking promotion. Eleven <laughs> Um, lo- versus low man Chris, former Canadian champion, versus Bonesy, former Canadian champion, versus instinctual motivation, versus oh, T Bone. Oh, T-bone by the, the way, there is a little champion. bit of controversy over last week's voicemails. Somebody is claiming that the T Bone that called in that wanted to join the the Canadian trucker convoy was not the T Bone we are we all know. So. Who knows? We'll, yeah, we'll clear that up eventually. The champ is from New York, as far as I know. He's a Buffalo Bills fan, so he's wearing the Buffalo Bills attire. Yeah. But he is the Canadian champ. I've thrown some people who weren't born in Canada into these matches just to mix it up a little bit. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, we are introducing the Women's Tag Team Championships. Oh, shit. So it's going to be a tag team ladder match for the inaugural MSPH Women's Tag Team Championships. Gen T and Vanessa Feline Mob versus... Curvy Beer Girl and Red Rage. Ooh. Two okay. other former rivals who are now teaming together. Nice. And the first blood match for the MSPH World Heavyweight Championship. The Hot Dog, who is Mr. Money in the Bank, who won the Royal Rumble <laughs> at the last event, versus Spat, the current <laughs> champion. One of the greatest debuts in, in MSPH wrestling history was yeah. that Hot Dog. But now Spat's got to take him on in the first blood match like I did last time. We'll see how many choke slams he takes. Like I did, man. That was a rough one. Oh yeah, I have. I have a feeling it will be many. <laughs> <laughs> you needed. Yep. You needed medical <laughs> attention after that bout, right? Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus yeah. Jesus Christ. Definitely. And we have then <laughs> <laughs> the power rankings going into the event. Spat is number one, current champion, world heavyweight champion. Pooping Kathy, number two. Oh, I forgot about pooping Kathy. Current, yeah, the current women's champion. Who Generation X, who moved up five slots from number, from number eight. They are number three. T-Bone, number four. Hot Dog, Mr. Money in the Bank, number five. <laughs> the Dragon, Jeff Clark, number six, down four slots from number two. Oh, eat shit, Jeff. The only reason that happened is because it was a draw. There was no actual win in that match. So yeah, it was an embarrassing show. Pretty much my worst showing in MSPH history. <laughs> 
against Art W, a real true warrior. The Goat, who's number seven, misses Money in the Bank. Gorilla Jaw, number eight, because he's the number one contender for the hardcore for Jeff's Hardcore TV Championship. Number nine, the eleven trillion dollar man, and number ten, oh shitto sauce. Wow. <laughs> oh, so the remaining. I'll, never mind. I'll, I'll say it after a cut. Okay, I was just going to say one more thing. The remaining five matches will be revealed next week's episode, and then the full match card and the Zoom link will be posted to Patreon leading up to the event. Fuck yeah. I was going to shout out to everyone in the Puminati who uh, engaged with that Twitter post and helped out my homie Kwame and his oh shitto uh, small business voting um, award thing that we promoted on the podcast recently. We're still awaiting the r- results. Um, at least that's the latest update I got from Kwame this past weekend. Uh, but either way, thanks for thanks for the help and the support on that stuff. And, and Kwame said that as well. Yeah. So. Shout awesome. out to the Puminati. Grab yourself some oh shit sauce. Oh It's fucking delicious. Yeah. It's fucking it's epic. Yeah. It is. All right. Well, Dom, thank you for the announcement. Thanks for hanging with us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Everybody who's on the Patreon, make sure you listen to new episodes of What the Fuck Did I Just Watch with Shuddy and Dom. New one coming with New York Ninja. It's I mean, if you're a fan of, like, goofy, shitty movies, I feel like it's right up there with, like, Samurai Cop, Troll 2. <laughs> it is utterly ridiculous and very, very entertaining if you like laughing at shitty B-movies. Um, it's yep. it's a little pricey if you want to get it from Vinegar Syndrome, but I don't know. I, I think it's worth, worth it. it. Definitely yeah, worth it. the documentary and everything, yeah. Yeah, very cool. So, uh, And if you're not on the Patreon... You really should listen to Katie and check it out. Just give yourself a month and, and try it on for size. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Tons and tons of stuff. Jeff and I are about to bang out a couple more Dragon Ball queefs. Those will be going up uh, every two weeks. Queef or no queef. Every week. Kevin's Nerd Hole every week. Snack Attacks. What the fuck did I just watch? All scattered in. There's tons of stuff there to check out. Um, and you can also follow us all on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffro Records. At Dominator311. And at MSPH Podcast. Uh, you can also check the show out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Um, pretty backed up on voicemail, so I'm not going to add to that pile <laughs> and throw the number out again, but we're going to get to them. We're going to clear them all out. And uh, thank you guys all for listening, as always, uh, but we will catch you in uh, just seven short days. So keep your damn pants on. And until next time, oh, something. There's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, we got to figure out what's up Shuddy's ass. He thought we were recording at 12? I guess. What? I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll interrogate him. Man, I feel like there's a nuclear fart in my butt. I probably could have just blamed it on Lil Mama. Yeah, just send it towards her direction. Lil Mama, you like farts? <laughs> she turned her head to the side with that one. Oh! Lil Mama! Lil Mama! 
Allie. <laughs> you don't know what name to answer to, do you? Do you? In your little command center. What's up, Shuddy? Not much, dude. What happened to you? You having a shitty day? The city of Philadelphia dealing with them has been a nightmare. All they want to talk about is hoagies and the flyers and Wawa. I'd be happy if that's all they wanted to talk about. Yeah, me too. We, we, uh, I can tell the insane story of my day in the Patreon. Oh, little teaser, little bumhole tickling. Where's uh, where's Dom at? I don't know. I didn't coordinate with him as a guest. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, should be underneath the table. And Shuddy's gone. Dom has no idea. Oh, day. <laughs> Shuddy just screamed. <laughs> Did Crazy Carl steal it? Oh, fuck. There it is. Oh, my bad. Carl. Didn't see it either. Mama. In the middle. Oh, command center. Man, I don't know why I'm fucking sweating. Is it all hot that, in here? All that, no, it's nice. With the air conditioning, I, I like it. All that anime talk's got you. Got your blood pumping. I guess so. I'm bothered. Yeah, well, it was a, a BL title. Uh, we just we learned, just that, learned term. that term. Well, Jeff uh, fucked everything up. Again, no, I just I gotta adjust my settings. I know, I know, I know what's up. up. <laughs> right, I just mute myself, right? And you can hear me still, Shuddy. And the home of the brave, brave, yes, just mute yourself, and I can hear you still. We're good, right? Everything's okay, Kevin. Thumbs up, yep, Shuddy. A little birdie told me you're cranky. Is that true? I just actually, you said uh, it, <laughs> actually, um, it was you. I had a meeting with the zoning board in the city of Philadelphia this morning, so. These goddamn state senators are pissing me off. (laughs) I don't know which palms to grease. I paid off the commissioner. I paid off the DA. Now these motherfuckers are talking about my zoning. (laughs) Yeah, there might, might be something to that drain the swamp thing that's been going around since 2016. Well, you, uh, didn't, you didn't think it was a good idea for those four years, and now you're coming around? <laughs> <laughs> Might be time for me to call in the Brazilians. <laughs> Get some acai slinging motherfuckers with machetes in here. Listen, I shouldn't say that because the, the ladies I dealt with today were very nice and very helpful. And so it wasn't like I had a bad experience with oh. the people. Oh man! Holly Muffin just let one rip. Huh? No, it's no. it's me. <laughs> Jeff, you're in fucking trouble in about five seconds. Okay, all right, all right. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jinx it, but I'm, <laughs> so far I'm all right. 
The oh. air's the air's about oh. to get really heavy. Oh, <laughs> oh. god damn! I feel, I'm, like, I feel like I'm dodging it. I feel like I'm smoking myself out. Holy shit! Did you hang out with Carl this weekend? Is that what this is? Just pent up ass rage? No, no. Actually, she had some shit to take care of, and uh, I got the weekend to myself. Oh, nice. so I ate some uh, <laughs> some some foods that I usually hold off on when Carl's around. And, Fart uh, fuel. Yeah, it's still lingering. Did you go to Tommy's Chili Burgers or something? <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> no, not even the fun kind. The fucking stupid healthy kind. Uh-huh. Ew, you're lame. I know. Oh. All right. Well, I sent Dom the Zoom link. Not well, that. I love it's having just, Dom on. No problem. No issue. Is there a specific reason why he wanted to come on today? Like you said it in a way that like he had something to, on his chest to get off. Uh, I think he has some stories from a, a horror movie convention he went to. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, him, him and Mark went to Monster Mania Con. I thought Monster I saw that Mania. on his Instagram story. And then uh, I think he's got some MSPH wrestling announcements for us. Huge. All right, cool. So, yeah, the commissioner's, the commissioner's got some announcements. Well, this is an important episode then. Yeah. You, were you not at the uh, the horror movie uh, festival? Shuddy, you usually do those things with, with Dom. No, I never have ever set foot at Monster Mania. Well, no, but I'm and saying never... you guys go to fe- like toy cons and stuff like that. You went with Dom before. I didn't know if. This is something not just something do. like this. This is a him and Mark Rinker, a Mark event. Would you be like a third wheel? Like... I'd be bored out of my mind. Yeah, I hear you. I don't. You don't like horror care movies. about yeah. meeting the fourth best boy on Puppet Master Four at all. <laughs> I really. Oh man, I don't. None of that. <laughs> I want to see Instagram uploads from Dom with that. Just like caption pa- puppet master fourth, <laughs> whatever, whatever you just said. I'm just like taking random photos with just fucking guys. It finally happened. I met the key grip from Hellraiser seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys, you know. So what was it like getting pinhead his coffee? This guy worked craft services on Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new generation. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say the original. I was like, I don't even think they had craft services. Maybe it just gave off the vibe. No, I'm of talking the about the bunch. one with Re- Renee Zellweger and oh yeah, and Matthew McConaughey. Oh, hey, hey, they have craft services. That movie sucked. Sucked buttholes. Yeah. It's one of the first ones I saw. Man. All right, Dominic. All right, Dom. Gotta roll up the red carpet for your dumbass. He likes making big entrances. Do we have his intro music? Yo. There he is. Hey. hey. What up, Dom? Hey, what's going on? Hey, Dom. Hey. Jeff's at your place this time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, we're recording on. some uh, Dragon Ball queefs today. Sweet. How do I, how do I sound? <laughs> <laughs> Sound like you got something in your throat, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> Still struggling with that hot dog. 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> it's boner time. Man, I would kill for some footage of that whole experience. Just like edited down to like a highlight reel of like I... Dom choking on the hot dog and then going to the hospital. <laughs> uh, my levels are okay, Kevin. I feel like sometimes I feel louder than Shuddy in some of our recent recordings of WTF. Um, Shuddy, talk a little bit. Yo, 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 yo. You guys look to be yeah. on the same level. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah? Okay, yeah. cool. Yep, we are all set. All right, because I did turn it down just a tad before I joined in, so cool. Yeah, you're good. Oh, man, this thing's acting fucking weird. <laughs> I love that drop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh... It's the first time I've had a guest on since, like, what? Alex Wilson? The Dungeons and Dragons? Well, yep, that would be exactly the last time we had right. somebody on who wasn't one of us. <laughs> In-house guests only. I love it. No Hashtag no new friends. Shuddy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need record permission. Uh, I just need to get my phone stamped right back. Shetty, do you give me consent? Recording in progress. Last week's episode must have sucked. Why? There is not one single no context MSPH quote from last episode. Well, well, maybe whoever runs that account had a busy week and didn't get a chance to listen yet. The last one up there it was keep your taint out of my mouth from March 5th. That's right. That was me. I remember saying that. I'm glad that's over with. To Boho Tsotetsi. <laughs> this is, one is definitely <laughs> you also. I really get off on being the wet blanket on certain issues. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. That feels like something I would say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, little mama. Just chilling. Oh, little mama's, little mama's in the house too. Yeah. Nice. Here, do you see her? Yep. <laughs> little mama, look up, look up, look up. Oh, <laughs> alley muffin. All right, you guys, uh, you guys ready to do this? Good girl. Ready to do this. Do it. Uh, I'm good. I'm Are gonna, you though? Yeah, Are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm good. I'm fine. What's up? You, you didn't hear me, right? I said I'm good. Okay. Let's do it then. Oh, from Los Angeles, California, or the Mad Scientist Party Hour. <laughs> 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 